Never say sorry. Instead, say thank you. What you could say to somebody if you're not giving them what they want as fast as they were expecting, you might be tempted to say, sorry for the delay. Instead, say thank you for your patience. My name is Stephen Pope. I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy. I'm literally outside walking right now. I've got my two-year-old in the uh, carrier. She's out cold. She's sleeping. She's a cutie. And uh, I, I was interacting with some of my, my staff and, and partners at my Amazon guy, just having a casual conversation, and, and this kind of came up. And one of the comments that was given was, hey, why doesn't Steven show up to my client calls? What, what the clients don't necessarily know is that I'm, I'm out of direct client management. I don't show up to um, directly manage clients at this stage. I'm, my company's too big for that. I have 160 accounts, and I've hired very capable account directors account managers, and Amazon specialists to, to, to give the level of service for that. So one of the things that was, was expressed today from one of our clients was like, hey, you know, Stephen doesn't care about me. He doesn't show up. And, and so instead of saying, oh, I'm sorry about that, I told them to say, thank you for your feedback. This shift changes the dichotomy of the relationship from one of regret and despair to gratitude. And it, it's a very important shift for people, especially on the client service side, my, my staff, to take, to, to take on and to really grasp and understand. And so as, as I reflected on that, I thought, hey, I'll, I'll put out a quick little video here and discuss it. Um, and, you know, on a, on a very personal level right now, I'm working on weight loss. So, and, you know... Everybody's got buckets of things they've got to do, right? So my actual weight from Father's Day was 225 pounds. Uh, it's an all-time high weight for me. And I, you know, kind of took me a little bit by surprise. I've been stress eating, right? The COVID-15, if you want to call it that, kind of like the freshman 15 or whatever. And uh, so I've been working on it. So I got a, I got a Fitbit, right? So here's my, here's my Fitbit. And since Father's Day, I've been averaging seven miles of walking every day. So I, you know, I started doing the walking and I went from 225 down to 222 pretty quick, right? But then I was stuck. I was stuck at 222 for several weeks. And I was like, ah, I can't get past 222. Like what's going on? So I had to make some diet adjustments, right? I had to go through and reduce the calorie intake. So I used to average three meals a day. I now average one and a half to two. I don't snack anymore. I have regimented expected timeframes where I eat and where, uh, where I'm only doing specific, specific calorie intakes, right? So on Sunday, um, I took a seven mile walk, right? Trying to get that, uh, trying to get all of the exercise that I need to, to do all the things I need, right? So my personal motto is prosperity in all things. Now that's a really weird personal motto. Now you probably haven't heard about that kind of motto from somebody before, right? Feels very Spock-like in some ways. 
Uh, I'm kind of a mini Spock. I'm very, very deductive, introverted, uh, calculated, and driven. And uh, so I don't even actually know what the Star Trek saying is. What, what is it like, uh, live long and prosper? Yeah, I think that's what it is. So my take or my spin on it is uh, prosperity in all things. And so I have four kids under six. I'm able to balance that. Plus uh, today we're at 91 employees. So I have a 91 person employee company going to be a hundred employees, like in the snap of a finger, right? We have our, you know, a record number of growth. Everything's going well, all good problems to have. And now I'm trying to focus on more visionary type things. So I had a meeting today with 20 members of my staff that had completed at least 55% of the book traction. And for those that don't know, that is literally the number one business book to read. And so uh, it wasn't good enough for me to just read it myself and try and implement this thing, right? Like I, there's no way I could do it alone, right? If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go long and hard, I actually don't know the rest of the saying, but if you want to succeed, you got to go with a team, right? So I had this idea. I'll just ship the book to everybody uh, uh, on staff and have them read it. And then I'll schedule a meeting to discuss it. So over the last couple of months, I've I've implemented Culture Index, I've implemented EOS and Traction, and everybody has a number, and right people, right seats, and vision, and all of these sort of things, right? So like this has been my, my focus, my rock, for the past three months, is to get a vision in place. And so I finally checked the box on this. Well, so my company has been wildly successful making all kinds of uh, profits, because we're do, what we do is we add value, right? Like that's, that's why we're successful, right? We have unique things that we do. We have the most holistic full service offering in PPC and SEO and catalog and design management, right? And so I, I believe in the product. Um, I, and quite frankly, so does my staff. We're able to generate a high level of employee morale and loyalty through sharing our trade secrets, through having massive amounts of transparency in what we're trying to accomplish and and so it's it's been a very good ride so far i'm trying to level the company up i'm hitting a barrier right like i'm i'm hitting a a new threshold that i've never hit before because uh, i have no idea what i'm doing at this threshold and it requires a totally different skill set right uh and trying to uh, make that happen and, and so today, uh, this meeting that I had with 20 members of my staff, it was to discuss the book Traction. And so we were discussing, uh, you know, what people's takeaways are. So for about 20 minutes, I just went around the room, one person at a time, 60 seconds. Hey, what was your biggest takeaway from the book? And I got, by and large, two or three types of comments. One type of comment was, oh my gosh, try I understand now what you've been trying to do with putting out all of these statements that you have, Stephen, and all the changes that you're making, it makes sense now. Uh, one of the other types of comments was, is like, hey, why don't we understand your vision yet, Stephen? So, you know, pre, pre-traction, I had been trying to express the vision of my Amazon guy and the company and where we're going. Uh, and, and so I pretty much failed, uh, straight up failed, to get my staff to understand what my personal vision was for the company. And it required kind of a 2.0 version, right? Like a serious look under the covers, 
EOS version of, uh, of having an official vision document statement. So uh, one of the things that I did today was I actually shared our revenue and our revenue targets with staff for the first time. And it was extremely uncomfortable. Like I could not, I, like I didn't actually plan to do it to be totally honest, right? But when people were in the meeting and they brought up the vision, I realized immediately, instantly, that I had to share everything with my staff. I had to empower them with this information that I was afraid to share, right? I was afraid, and I actually admitted this to them, and I'm doing so on my YouTube channel here, right? Like, I was afraid to tell them how much profit we were making. And I was fearful that in sharing um, that profit that they would just become uh, more inclined to say, hey, well, if you're, if you're this profitable, you know, pay me more. And there's kind of a value prop statement there. But, but I was surprised by, by the response or how, how the vision doc resonated. We explained to them all of our quarterly goals, the metrics that we're tracking, right? One of my crazy metrics, we just implemented this yesterday, is zero unread inbox. Now I've been talking about zero unread inbox for about a year and a half. I got a podcast about zero unread inbox if you're curious. And I've been telling everybody what I want, but I never actually tracked it. So yesterday we integrated an email analytics tool where we, for the first time, I guess the hat kind of looks weird with the bill up, uh, where we integrated for the first time a tracker on the email analytics. And so I sent out a PDF to the entire company with literally everybody's email analytics because what numbers are tracked are going to improve. So there were about 10 members of the organization out of 91 that had more than 500 unread emails in their inbox, which made me want to puke. I want everybody at zero, right? And so I reached out to said TED members and expressed my sentiment about not following a core value of the company, a la impatience. That's right, impatience is a core value of my company. And there's a lot of reasons for that. It's kind of complicated to explain. Most people are gonna think I'm crazy when they first hear it. I'm also going uphill right now. Sage is still asleep, out cold, three, three mile hike pushing a stroller and trying to talk nonstop, right? I'm gonna take some strong lungs to make this happen, guys. So, why impatience? Impatience is about the ability to get stuff done, continuously move, have the ability to pivot from one, uh, one task to another and not get frustrated by interruptions because it's a chaotic, organization structure. Any agency ever is a chaotic beast. If you're an agency watching this video, you're gonna get tremendous value out of it, right? You're seeing how I'm structurally building everything. And you understand what I'm talking about. Like every agency ever is chaotic. Now for Amazon sellers watching this, so is Amazon. It's a non-stop chaos beast. We're trying to tame it, but it's impossible to tame. You can only get, go along for the ride, right? It's like, how long can you hold on to the bowl 
at the rodeo kind of thing. So I've had to change how I hire and who I hire. Uh, I was on a call today with a client that had announced their cancellation of our services. They've been with us almost two years. The average client relationship at a standard agency, this is not specific to us, it's not specific to Amazon agencies, just standard high-level metric here, is that a client will stay with an agency for 18 to 24 months on average. So this client was coming up on two years, smack dab right in the middle of that average. It's not an unexpected cancellation per se, but I, I, you know, I called him up and I was like, hey, I'd love to talk to you about this. <laughs> love your feedback. So, so we had a call and he said, I just don't see the value. And I, and I, I went and looked at the metrics and I was like, I didn't quite understand because the metrics were really good. And I was like, hey, the PPC is the lowest day cost it's been in a couple months. You have revenue growth. You're up X percent year over year. You're up X percent month over month. What's going on? And, you know, he, he, that, that, that client, that individual had explained it was, they just didn't feel like the value was present, right? We had, quite frankly, we had added massive value over the last two years for them. And the massive value was coming to a plateau. And understandably, right? Like, how do you add massive value nonstop for two years? That, that is kind of a pretty high bar. We try and do it, but we're not always successful at it. We have a list of things that we always try and go through, right? So if you look at our, our main service page, the four things that we do for everybody all the time is we grow PPC and SEO, which are your traffic generation techniques, and we grow the catalog management, and design, which are your conversion elements. So all of your merchandising would fall under that too. So those are the four things we do nonstop and we do them for everybody. And it seems basic, it seems simple, uh, but it works, it works. It creates massive loyalty. We're a 10 out of 10 in these areas growing these things. So, so I, get a, I have that conversation a couple days ago and I, and I said, hey, look, I understand what you're saying. I wanna fight for your business. And I think that you're an ideal client for me. And I still feel that we're an ideal agency for you. And uh, we, we had a good, good enough rapport that he said, okay, let's see what you got. So I, I, I have a new advertising director at my Amazon guy. And you know, th this dude is like a cannon, um, unleashing him into uh, all of our accounts. But there's 160 accounts. You can't just unleash the cannon and hit them all, right? It's not possible. So we've, we've kind of struggled with that idea of like, how do, we, how do we help all? How do we scale, right? Everything I'm focused on for the past year has been about people and scale. And we're really good at both, uh, I, I feel anyway. And, and I, quite frankly, I see the data points that suggest we are too. So, so we stick, uh, we make some changes on the advertising. We do some just really deep dives we have 137 uh, campaigns on this particular account. We disabled 20 of them. We rebuilt another 10, um, redid some keyword discovery, did some additional segmentation, and just treated it like it was a new account, like we'd never touched it before. So within 48 hours, we increased the revenue generated by $537 a day, uh, and we only had to spend an extra $36. So it was a success so far. Now, remind you, this is two days in from this change. The client uh, might be happy, might not, may not believe us yet, right? So the question is, is that $500 a day gonna sustain? Is it gonna, is it gonna happen? And without fail on this call, that we, we had a follow-up call today, 
right? I wanted, I wanted to take his feedback and immediately do two days of effort and then check back in with him. And so we get on the Friday call today. And, and so we go through all this and he's like, yeah, that's great, but why didn't you do that before? I knew he was gonna say that. And I was like, that is the catch 22, isn't it? So how do you continuously add value and scale and show them that you're trying, but in, when you make an improvement, it also causes you to have to eat some crow at the same time. And so I said, thank you for your feedback. And that's why you have to say thank you instead of sorry, because there was no apology to make. We had added tremendous value over the last two years. We'd done everything we were supposed to do as an agency. And as a client, his expectations were met up until a point. But when he stopped seeing tremendous value, he said, okay, maybe the relationship should come to a close. And I understand that. And, and so we as an agency are continuously trying to improve things. We live and die by adding value. What is value for most of our clients? It's adding growth, adding to the top line sales. She's stirring, stirring up a little bit. She's kind of woke up. Um, and so if we don't continuously add value, our relationship comes to a close. So we've, we've made a lot of upgrades. We're, we're scaling at levels we've never scaled at before. And we're trying to do everything we can to become a better agency. I'll, you know, back to my vision for a moment. We, we want to be a $50 million company per year within 10 years. And there's a bunch of different things that we're going to do to do that. Account management's one piece of it. You know, we're, we're investing in other areas as well that I'm not prepared to talk about in the public manner quite yet. Uh, but we're going to do these things. And, and so, you know, I've taken on zero capital partners. I've taken on zero partners in general. I'm building my company to hold. I'm very passionate about what we do. And I understand that I can't please everybody. One of the mantras that I, I give my managers is, get as many fish over the dam as you can. Now, that's a, that's a salmon run saying. So when, when fish do their salmon run, there's a percentage of the fish that don't make it to the lake, don't make it to the spawning grounds. Now, it's impossible to get every salmon over the dam, so to speak. And I tell my staff the same thing. We're never going to make every client happy. Don't try to. Make as many happy as you can and grow sales faster through our holistic approach and do that to the best of your ability. We'll lose some clients here and there who don't understand it or don't believe it or have expectations that are impossible to meet for whatever reason. But that's what we're trying to do. And I live the same policy that I do for our employees as I do for our clients. I share my trade secrets. I have a holistic approach and I invest in them as much as I possibly can. We have, in my opinion, the highest employee morale we've ever had. We're hiring better fit, better individuals to take the baton of my Amazon guy to the next level than we ever have before. And I feel very positive about that. At the same time, we're putting out really good content uh, that speaks to the heart of issues. We're trying to give back to the Amazon community and 
do everything we can to level up at the same time. Uh, you know, we had more than 150 people watch our live Q&A session today, which is a pretty high number. It's pretty good. Uh, more than about 300 questions come in. I actually can't get through all the questions now. There's so many questions that come in on our Q&A, but I love that format. I love that format so much. It's my favorite. So we do what we can. Uh, I'm uh, driving the stroller on the wrong side of the road right now because it's so windy. I can't, I can't walk against traffic. You're supposed to, your LPT today, when you're walking, you're supposed to walk against traffic so you can see the cars coming. Uh, so, all right. TED Talks are done in 18 minutes. I'm coming up on 21 here. So this is where I need to close it before I lose you. If you learned something from this video today, add a comment, tell me what you learned. What did you like? And the second thing I'd ask you to do is after you've implemented yourself into your own business, come back a month from now, a year from now, whenever, and add a second comment and say, what you learned and how you implemented it, what's the impact of it? I'd love to hear about that. My name is Stephen Pope. I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy, and I appreciate you listening to my 21-minute monologue as I, I take my three-mile walk and work on myself. You guys have a great one.